Welcome to the Magic Hour with Paulie Malinaji. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Paulie Malinaji is a two-time world champ and Showtime boxing analyst. Joined by his sidekick, the world-famous Peter Cards, they break down boxing better than anyone on the planet. This is the Magic Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing We're back here on uh, this Thanksgiving week here in the U.S. Anyway, Thanksgiving week. I don't know about everywhere else where you guys listen to. I don't think uh, there's Thanksgiving in uh, England, right? Or in Canada, or maybe there is in Canada, but I think it's a different day. Anyway, it's Thanksgiving week. Uh, we're back. I just came from watching our Columbus Champions League games. Uh, Main City takes a one nothing win. That's the game I was watching. Tottenham actually came back. They were down one nothing up Dortmund. They Tottenham just Tottenham scored two goals. They're gonna win Real Madrid's group. Real Madrid's gonna come out by second, I think, bro. Because uh, Tottenham actually beat them in the group. Uh, Madrid so won like 6 nothing today? Yeah, but they had they already had lost head-to-head to Tottenham. So I think Tottenham's going to win the group as long as they beat Apoel. Apoel's the, one that, the ones that got smacked around by Madrid today, you know? So that should happen. But yeah, so the Magic Hour, we're back for this Thanksgiving week. What do we talk? We don't we didn't have any huge, huge fights on the schedule over the week, you know? We had... Uh, uh, I have some stuff to complain about. What do you have? Don't you I get it off your chest? <clears throat> I didn't like the way... Uh, what was it Friday night on uh, the PBC show? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I wasn't too thrilled with Darrell's performance, and I, I couldn't and the see a headbutt. I couldn't. I couldn't see a headbutt. And the ref, the ref was just literally was there, like, like he had Flint on tattooed on his back. You know, What's like Flint. Oh, like oh, where they were. Yeah, where they were from. Yeah, yeah. yeah he took a point. Gone. I still, I still don't know what he took a point away from Mama's boy for. From Dogland, you saw him. What about the headbutt? I, I couldn't. You know, they were saying that the. I saw the replay on the Twitter, and well, I was up in Boston. I was out and about. I didn't get to see it, but I said there was no headbutt on on this. Douglas put on his Instagram. If you, if someone can point to me the headbutt, I'll retire right now. It's crazy. <laughs> There's it's no crazy. headbutt, and he looked at the ref like, "Hey, aren't you gonna do something? You know, this and guy just punched me in the face," and the ref's like, "Whoa, what are you doing, bro?" See no boxing match. Yeah, what the fuck so, is wrong with you? So what happened then? He, did did Darrell say he couldn't see or something? Is that he was kind of complaining, like kinda you know what I mean? Like he wanted the fight stopped. Yeah. yeah, and then, I mean, I don't know what the judges were watching. They had it forty uh, seven all for uh, or forty nine, forty six. One, one of them. One had a one and forty six. Well, I think you know, I, Anthony Andre obviously shown to be world class to a degree. You know, Anthony actually actually has been a world champion. Andre actually for me is a better fighter, but has not. But the bottom line is. Uh, I remember when I uh, worked on Andre's fight with Uskategi, uh and I remember when Andre got hit after the bell and he went down on one, on his knees at first. And I remember Anthony being outside the ring. You don't see it on TV. And he's telling Andre, stay down. He hit you after the bell. Stay down. And all of a sudden, Andre just made like he fainted. Like, <laughs> Andre just made Did like the he same died. thing <laughs> with uh, Abraham. Yeah. So Because at first, he was you could tell he was cognizant of what was up. He was on both of his knees. And when he saw that, on Anthony told so you I think maybe Anthony did the same thing again here. You know, knowing that you know it was ruled from a headbutt. Let me see. I can't see. Let me let me see. I let me get the stop. Then you know I'll be up on the scorecards and whatnot. Regardless, you know you. Which he wasn't up on the scorecards, but in Michigan he was. In Michigan he was. <laughs> yeah. so, so maybe uh you know it's uh it's it's one way to get out of the fight a little earlier without paying a price. You know if you still hit the win. Uh, tough break for for Douglin who. Douglin, you know, me and Peter Cards have seen Douglin since he's a little kid. You know, he used to be a. Uh, uh, used, used to, to call him Little Bow Wow. Yeah, he used to look like a Little Bow Wow. He was a little kid uh, uh, in Gleason's gym because before he went to move to 
Jersey. He was uh, in Brooklyn. He was a Brooklyn kid, you know, when he was young. And, um, you know, he was uh, he was a kid who always was gritty in the gym and whatnot. Um, and he's growing up to be one of those... Uh, one of those gritty kind of gatekeeper guys in in, in the in the fight game, but you know, great chin, a lot of character, um, and always comes to fight. You know, and 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 he'll kind of bring it out of you if there's bitch in you. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like he's always he's all he's he's a gritty gritty kid. You know what I mean? And he's a, he's a he's a good fighter. He's a, he's a gritty kid, but but um, kind of a sort of a gatekeeper, so to speak. But I think you know this potential is where he could be a, a little better. You know, he chooses to train with his mother and whatnot, and you know, so far, it's been a decent partnership so far. But um, but I think uh, uh, probably Friday night was a big opportunity for him uh, against an ex-world champion. And you know, it's tough when, when you're going to a guy's hometown like that. And not, not every hometown treats their fighters so one-sidedly. Um, New York definitely doesn't. You know? <laughs> but New York, you got to watch if you get robbed if you're from New York. But, um, but for the most part, you know, uh, you're, you're dealing with some tough situations when you when you go to a guy's home states or hometowns, or you, if you got to change countries, home countries, you know. So uh, um, hopefully, yeah, I'd like to see a rematch, but there's not going to be enough demand because the fight wasn't big enough, and probably not enough people even watch this. But it's a shame because uh, uh, Douglas definitely deserves it, you know. Uh, but he'll be one of those hard luck guys again, you know. Hopefully, he can you know catch a break uh, at a certain point, but you know he's always been a hard luck type of guy. I think, listen the. I can't, I can't make judgment on who he chooses to have as his trainer. His mom obviously has the best intentions in mind, and she's been around the game a long time. She's Blimp's sister. We know Blimp, Delin from Gleason's for years. I just think at this level, to get to the next level, they, they could use some help in the corner. You know what I mean? They could bring someone else in. But uh, at this point, you know what it's going to be too. You get that sigma in your career. <clears throat> I, f I felt it when I, I felt like when I when I lost to Han. You know where now you get that stigma like. You're almost like a gatekeeper. You're almost like, you know, you're going to have to flip the B-side. Right. Not that I wasn't flipping the B-side before, but I thought at that point that my, my career took a pretty big stigma. And I think I think that at this point, Douglas' career has already had that stigma. And uh, taking these tough losses like that continues to have that stigma. You know, and you gotta, you're going to have to pull off an upset somewhere. At some point, you're going to have to, you know, Douglas went to England to fight George Groves. He went to Michigan to fight, um, mm -hmm. yep. fight Anthony Durrell. Um fought countless other guys that I'm not thinking of off the bat, you know, uh, in tough situations, you know. Um, I remember after Hatton, I went to, I had to go to Houston and fight Juan Diaz. I had to try to flip the script over there, you know. Uh, the the odds only get worse stacked against you. Even though you might be a better fighter, you might be a good fighter, you might be even, even if you're an improving fighter, once the odds are stacked against you, it's difficult to change that stigma about your career. Unfortunately, it's easy to it's easy to keep giving you losses in close yeah, fights because yeah. you already have that yeah. persona. And, and, and because the, the the media starts to take get that look about you, the start to draw that conclusion about you, which in turn makes the fans draw that conclusion about you. Um, and so, all of a sudden, you find yourself in a situation where you're a hard luck loser, you know, and you're gonna have to take all the tough fights, all the tougher fights that even some of the really good fighters don't take. You know, Absolutely. you have to take all those fights. And uh, you gotta hope that you can pull off an upset or two in the mist, you know, and in the mix. Uh, obviously, uh, I, I think uh, Douglas is in that situation. He's gonna have to, he's gonna have to pull off one of those upsets to kind of get his career turned around. He's always gonna be a pretty good fighter. Always gonna be a rugged, rough fighter. He's always gonna be a guy that, if your prospect isn't for real, he will knock him out. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, turning that corner is gonna be hard, and you hope that uh, he can, you know, because you know, like I said he's a kid we've known for a long time, and uh, you know. Yeah, frankly, I think he deserves it. He's been yeah. a hardworking kid, and he has dreams just like everybody else has no, dreams. Right. So, so he deserves the opportunity to be able to achieve those dreams as well. You know, you know. I, I noticed um, he said something on his Facebook too, and he's like, 
He's like, I don't like to curse much. You know, I'm just not really my style. But this kid is one of the biggest bitches I ever come across. Boy. And he was talking about at the weigh-in. Mm -hmm. He goes, the whole week, we're at the same hotel. Mm -hmm. I walk by him. He walks by me. He goes, now that he has his team with him and it's the weigh-in, he comes and tries to shove him on stage. Mm -hmm. So, so Douglas was basically like calling him out, like, bro, mm -hmm. you could have shoved me all week. <laughs> you've been you've been walking right by me with your head down. Now mm -hmm. all of a sudden, you got your whole crew and you're in your hometown. Yeah. Now you want to get tough in front of the cameras, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, they were both they were both sports at the end. Uh, something happened in the crowd where they were saying something maybe towards. Uh, uh, Douglas' mom and and she you know yeah. she was getting pissed off and then she had to calm someone down and mm -hmm. and Darrell saw what was going on after they decided that the fight was over and he mm -hmm. came over to Douglas' corner and was calling her up and was like come up here come up here and she was like kind of pissed off but she went up mm -hmm. and he just like hugged her and hugged Douglas it was it was cool okay yeah well, you always like to see that yeah exactly you know, at the end I think we're all brothers in this you know right. we're trying to you know we're trying to <laughs> trying to make a living bro you literally know I mean? trying to make a living um. Was we you know the, the the question of the day though was 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 the uncle in the corner? The uh, <laughs> I didn't see him. No, <laughs> is he no, still he, on a limb? I thought he's, I think he's in? suspended, right? Yeah, I think he got. Is, is he? Is, is he? I don't think he's in jail or anything. No, he didn't. I think it. Uh, somebody mentioned something. Find him. Somebody mentioned something. That kid, that guy's son, is turning pro. Really? Yeah. Well, if they're fighting families, so it yeah. doesn't surprise me, you know? Even the uncle himself is not that old. You know, the uncle no, himself no. is probably like... No, know. he turned himself in after that happened. And right. And felony charges were dropped. <laughs> but I'm sure he got suspended somewhere. Yeah. Suspended. I mean, in order for the felony charges to even really stick, you would need people to testify against him. I mean, who's going to... The fighter. Yeah. The fighter who's, who's let it go. Gonna, who's going really, to really testify at the end of the day, you know? WBC so, suspended him. Yeah, WBC suspended him because they have the video footage. But in order for really charges to stick at the end... For the real, real grave charges to stick, somebody's gonna have to testify. And, no, the charges know. have to be pressed. Yeah, suspended well, indefinitely. Well, the charges can be pressed by authorities just on the fact that video, but you still need to have some people to testify. It's yeah. never gonna continue if you don't pursue it. Yeah, everything exactly. happens that night. Yeah. You're, you're you're being looked for. You're being mm -hmm. hunted. Whatever. You turn yourself in. Okay, you got arrested. Mm -hmm. But it takes what's his name, Uskatigi, and his team to go and and pursue the charges. No, it was yeah. like a beast thing to him. He's like, well, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really feel nothing. Bro. Yeah, like, did somebody just hit me? Uh, oh. I think there was wind. You trying to Are tell we outdoor? Are you trying to tell me something? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. So Do it. I'm here. So that was the deal. So speaking of speaking of kids that we know since we're young, you know what's coming up is uh Koto and Ali. You know, I saw Koto had a, pre a press workout this week, you know, for the media over in uh, LA in the wildcard gym. Koto looks pretty sharp, he looks pretty good, you know. Uh, what, going Always does. You know, it, it, it's tough when you already decide in your head before the fight that it's your last fight, you know? It's a lot harder to, to dig down when you decide in your head before the fight is over that it's your last fight, you know? It's a, you know, because when you're fighting for something afterwards, you're always like, oh, I gotta, I gotta pull this one away. And when you're not fighting for something afterwards, if that, making if, the if weights that harder. The, if that <laughs> shit hits the fan, you're just like, oh, this is over anyway. You know what I mean? It's really, really. A lot more difficult to get motivated, man. For uh, for and I know a lot of people go, can't relate to the feeling, but I can. And um, uh, not so much even in camp, but a lot of times in the fight, you know. And obviously making weight, you're just miserable, you know. You're just like, well, why would I want to do this again? You know. <laughs> Thank God this is the last one. Yeah, but is exactly. It, is it really the last one though? I, I think know. for Cotto, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, I never believe in boxers. No offense. Of course. No, no, of course. And there, I think there, it should have been the last one a few there, few fights there's ago. There's always but. enough money in there to. If so, if it can, comes from somewhere to make a guy come back, but for the most part, I mean, a, a guy who's made serious money and a guy who's made who made who's made a serious career, like um, 
like uh, uh, Cotto obviously is uh, is in a situation where he can uh, really decide. This is definitely his last one. You know, I mean, for Mayweather it was Berto was his last one, but at the end, you know, oh, he's not done. It, oh, for Mayweather. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? That the the the, 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 the those are all rumor stuff with Mayweather. But Mayweather's last one again, unless it was McGregor, honestly. The only reason Mayweather will come back is to fight McGregor. If anybody thinks he's gonna fight Golovkin and Canelo no. and Thurman, you're all, you're you're actually stupider than you realize, you know. But but if Mayweather's training in front of the fight, maybe it's a McGregor rematch, you know. Listen, what's so funny is uh, it's Mayweather like slapping around your little sister, bro, if, <laughs> and getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars. Who's not gonna Who's not gonna do that, you know? It says here Mayweather did not look his best against McGregor. However, his father said, told PhillyVoice.com in September that his son hardly trained. He did, <laughs> did hardly train. I was hearing that when I was in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. He's going out, <laughs> hanging out. No, no, yeah, no, I know he's going out, but he's attending to other business, you know. Mayweather's not really a drinker, and he wasn't partying, but he's attending to his new strip club, you know, and he's attending to... He's building the hype. He's, yeah. He had a huge platform to but to advertise that. it, too. But not even that. He's actually just opened the place up. You're there running the numbers every night. You're, I'm uh, saying, you know, how, nice is it, how nice is it when you open it up and you're on all access the, every the, other the, day? Yeah, <laughs> but the guy the guy passed by the gym like yeah, like it was a 9-to-5 job, you know, like, mm -hmm. like, like, like this club was a 9-to-5 job, and he passed by the gym to get a workout. You know, most people work 9-to-5, then afterwards, get an hour in, in the local gym, get a workout, take a shower, and then go home and have dinner. You know, he slept all day, went to the gym, well, went, went to the strip club, but on his way to the strip club, st happened to stop by the gym an hour. Skip rope a little a, bit. Skip rope, <laughs> shadow box, maybe hit a bag, and then go to the strip club. You know, that's how it was, that was the routine. While, 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 while McDickhead is, is posting Instagram videos like he's mountain biking through the Tour de France, <laughs> and he, and like, he's, like he's sparring, like he's sparring guys, uh, uh, like he's sparring King Kong and all this shit, and he's looking like, he's looking like King Kong. And, and, and then in the end, you have an egg on your face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what was it with the bike so, riding, though? I don't know. I, I still don't know what was with that bike riding. I still don't know. I, I don't know what the fuck this guy was doing. <laughs> well, you don't understand. Well, about, he's, a, he's an elite well, athlete, Paul. What about, you what don't about understand. They, but that's the problem I have with anybody that says he was tired. Bro, you saw his Instagram? He was running underwater on that treadmill. <laughs> he was mountain biking through through California. And he's like Vegas. Aquaman. He would, he would mountain bike all the way to California and back to Las Vegas. <laughs> you know, like, impressive. Where, where was... I mean, that's what you would have thought if you would seen his Instagram, you know? You would have thought if you would seen his Instagram, he was beating up everybody. He was mountain biking to Canada and back. He was, you know, he was doing all that. So, so, you know, at the end of the day, what's the excuse to get tired? I mean, you can't just say he got tired. Can't, you can't say that. But anyway, we're, we're losing track of the subject. The tra uh, the which Cold is uh, sorry about yeah, that. We, we got distracted with uh, McBum. Uh, but yeah, more uh, Mayweather distracted. Yeah, he's attached. No, no, no the, the the point was Mayweather too. Mm. You know, it, it's hard to say it's your last fight because there's always a fight where you can always come right back. Uh, if there's a lot of money, there's enough money thrown on the table, and obviously, uh, people are gonna pay to see that, that again. McGregor, the, fuck yeah, one in three will. One out of one out of the three that bought it will, and that's still hundred million dollars for him. Oh, uh, true. You know, you marketed enough. One out of there's enough. Just on the MMA fans alone, there's enough stupid people. Sure. Just, just MMA fans alone buying it will make May Mayweather. Because now he got so much more experience, and you'll still get boxing fans to buy. It. Like we'll buy it. Right. You know do you guys agree? Like, you guys agree? It, well, you guys will like. You'll also like the uh, undercard too. Do you guys, what do you think about this? Uh, Jim Lampley was actually, why should he retire? He created mar a marvelous scam with the whole thing, Lampley told TMZ in October. He allowed yeah, Connor. That, you also, you tell you that where it's coming from. Lampley works for the rival network. He said he allowed Connor to, quote, win three rounds so that the whole MMA uh, wish community could have something to latch on to. I think there's a decent chance that enough suckers out there that Floyd could make well, another $150 million. Well, Why not? Well, there's one in three. You know, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, I think you can get. I think you can get one in three, you know, and, and, that, and that can be something, you know? Oh, wow, this is bad, what he said. He said jokingly, why not fight a woman next? I think there are all sorts of ways for Floyd to make more money, and I expect him to make more money. 
<laughs> it's ridiculous. Coming, this, this is the coming worst. from the king of adultery. Right. <laughs> is, is he? I don't think you can fight women. In the, today's PC world, you definitely can't fight women. Unless you let I, them win. I, I don't know. Right. Oh, you yeah. guys, oh, we had this argument back in the day. You said Floyd go in there against a, a woman in MMA and kick her ass. You said there's not a woman that would beat Floyd up in a cage. No, no. there isn't. But right. still, I mean. Uh, I'd pay to see that. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, but you don't think there'd be enough people that say he assaulted her afterwards? Right. Like, you know, no, you, you lose, lose. pay to see it now, but then when you see the highlights of her getting her teeth knocked into the third row, like, well, hopefully she wore a mouthpiece, a mouth guard. What's that gonna do? Yeah. She's still a woman, or her, her jaw winding up on the other side of her head. You know, like that's not that's not good. You know, what it's saying? a lose lose, bro. Well, so the ref's got you gotta have a good ref who knows when to stop it. In PC world, it's a lose lose. Yeah. You know, it's and then the last line was still combat. You know, could Mayweather return for potentially one last fight against Terence Crawford? Hell no, he's not fighting Terrence Crawford. Come on. Yeah, I mean, listen. No, sorry, I didn't mean to change the subject. Don't you no, guys, no, sorry. you're not changing the subject, yeah, guys. It's, it's funny that these there's guys. I don't know who's stupider, the guy who writes the article like that, mm. or the guy who reads the article like that. I oh, so know, I'm I, an I, I'm an idiot then. That's what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. I, I'm gonna go just, now. Just Bye. The, just the, just the, just the headline. <laughs> just the headline is enough for me to hit, hit X on top of the screen and close it. You know, like, you gotta be a, you gotta be a, the mental midget you have to be to believe that <laughs> is, is out of this world. You I'm know? just trying to make it you guys look be, good. It has to be a situation where it has to be a situation where it's feasible for Floyd to both make money and at this point, you know, his legacy is secure. It's not you're not you don't need to risk your legacy and. The only opponent that's bum enough to do that, but yeah, but bring enough money is uh, is boxing's designated pinata, Conor McGregor. You know, right. he is he is the designated pinata for the whole sport, and obviously uh, Floyd and anybody else, the boxer will obviously love to partake in beating up on a pinata. It's 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 a party it's a party theme. You know, right? Even retired the once. Fight, the fight was a party. Well, Floyd was retired. The, it was a party <laughs> theme. Uh, beating up pinatas is things that are things that happen at parties, right? So sure. there's always a party festive atmosphere about that. You know, and mm. and and unlike uh, regular parties that cost money, this one you may he makes money. You know what I'm saying? So so uh, obviously uh, that's the only one for me. If there's a rematch, and there's it's like it's a quinceanera. Right? Yeah, like against yeah. Except it's a, it's at a cuarenta a, a, a rich, <laughs> Except it's a cuarenta yera for for Floyd. Or actually, cuarenta y uno, cuarenta y uno yera. Because by February he'll be forty one. Cuarenta y uno yera. Of course, it could be. Uh, the pinata has gold. That's what Oscar, I was hinting when I said even retired ones. Oscar will knock his ass out the cold, oh. bro. Maybe Oscar doesn't have anything left as far as boxing. You don't lose power. Bro, that power, bro. That guy. But remember that over car knockout? You remember some of the knockouts Oscar had, bro? I, Oscar like, might knock him out to the body. Yeah. I, you know what? Yeah. Oscar would definitely. You know what? If they fight, I got Oscar to the body with a knockout. Oscar was a real badass body puncher, bro. Like, but but he would he would like surprise you with. The, remember the Daryl Coley knockout to the body? Mm -hmm. um, that was at the who, Garden. Yeah, that would. Well, that dude, I don't know. I, I got Oscar knocking him out to the body. What about when he hit Mayorga so hard with that left hook? And Mayorga <laughs> looked at him like, "What the fuck did I do to you?" But I was just joking about your wife. I would never do that. Why would you hit me like that? You know. <laughs> I can really use a cigarette right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're, you're in the Kodo, Ali. I when I cut you off with yeah. my s being an imbecile, like I was <laughs> by looking at the Floyd Mayweather article. And Ali. So, I, you know, it's it, we'll see how much the motivation is. Um, and you never really know until you're in the ring because you know you commit yourself the motivation is there and whatnot. You never really know until you're in the ring and whatnot. Sometimes you know a little bit in training camp and how miserable you might be or might not be in camp. Uh, 
But I, I, I think uh, Cotto's had a wonderful Hall of Fame career. I think it's, he's bowing out at the right time. And I think it's a wonderful opportunity for, for Saddam Ali, what I was saying before, speaking of kids that we watch grow up, you know? So I think Saddam is a quality fighter. I think he's underrated. I don't think people realize how good he is and how dangerous he can be. Uh, he's, he was a, a multiple-time national champion in the amateurs. He was, a US, he was on the U.S. Olympic team in 2008. Um, and he's got a lot of speed, and he's got a good amount of power. Remember, he was also three to one on the dog when he fought Luis Carlos Abrego at HBO. I remember everybody was everybody was signing him off at that point, and he came up on HBO and is not and a blitzed him and obliterated Abrego. So you know, uh, Saddam has explosive speed and power, and I, I think. You know, it, it's something that can help him in this fight. He's going to have to be defensively alert. Cotto, I think, as we said with Oscar, the power is always there and it's the last thing to go. And I think uh, uh, Cotto is always dangerous with that power. And Cotto's, uh, Cotto, I think, is more complete fighter. There's not too many more complete fighters than Miguel Cotto, though. You know what I'm saying? So Cotto's probably a more complete fighter. But I think Saddam has the tools to uh, maybe possibly pull off an upset, you know? Uh, it, I, I, I love the fight. I think it'll be a good fight. And I'm happy for both guys. I think, it's, it, I think it fits the bill for Cotto on a retirement <laughs> fight to fight such a respectable opponent like Saddam. And I think it... F- uh, Cotto fits the bill for Saddam to have an opportunity to break through to the big time with a with a big win and, and a chance to win his first world title. So I, I like passing the, fight. the torch. Yeah, I like I like the fight on a lot of, on a lot of levels for both guys, and uh, you know, may the best man win. But first off, we have this Saturday. We have a uh, uh, Sergey Kovalev and Slava Shabransky. What what is up with New York having all the fights lately? I you like guys notice that we no, like no, it. No, November fourth. We, oh, we, November fourth, we had Wilder and Stavern. November eleventh, last the other, the other week we had Danny Jacobs, Danny Jacobs and Arias. We have a week off. Now we're gonna have uh, uh, Kovalev and Shabransky. The fourth, uh, the fourth with Stavern and Wilder and Stavern was the Barclays Center. Ba- uh, Jacobs and Arias was at Nassau Coliseum. Now the twenty fifth is gonna be at Ma- uh, the Theater Madison Square Garden. Uh, December second, the next week after Shabransky, Sh- Kovalev and Shabransky is gonna be the main room in the Garden. That's Koto and Ali. And then December 9th is back at the theater, which I'm hearing the fight is sold out already, so they could have actually put it in a bigger room, um, is, uh, is uh, uh, Lomachenko and Regandau. And let me tell you guys something about Lomachenko and Regandau. Everybody, I, I hear a lot of complaints on, on uh, Twitter that where the fight is not getting, is not generating the hype it should, and nobody's talking about it. As a matter of fact, today I got a tweet. I'm seeing more things on my, one guy tweeted, I'm seeing more things on my timeline about Malinaji and McGregor than I am about uh, Lomachenko and Regandau. That's a real shame. But you got to understand what I said. I think I've spoken about this with, with American promoters. They don't really care a lot once they have the building uh, uh, and they have the TV contract secured. Now, Top Rank is a pretty good promoter for the most part. But you have to understand, if the rumor is true that the, they've sold out all the seats, they could have probably used a bigger room, which they didn't. Now they've booked the theater, and the theater's all sold out. You're not going to sell another ticket, which means... Job's Since done. American promoters are so short-sighted, they're, st- they're done promoting the fight. We don't have to promote it anymore. We can't sell another ticket. It's just money we're losing in their mind. That's the way they're going to look at it, in their mind. Instead of saying we're, we're creating a bigger brand for the winner of this fight, they're looking at it like, you know, we're just going to expend, have more, create more expenses for the fight. Who wants to do that? Instead so, of helping build your fighters and build stars who yeah, gonna, to make it even... Yeah. Next time you'll be in the big room. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so... Uh, so that's why that's that's part of the reason why you're probably not hearing a lot about Lomachenko ringing down the way But literally, not even a press conference. I mean, literally, yeah. And, and like I said, they're all they're, they'll, they'll literally... Literally, they won't. They can't sell them. They can't sell another ticket. If it, if it's sold out, they cannot sell another ticket. So so they could care less about spending money on press conferences. It's the way. It's it's the style of the modern American promoter. It's a, it's a shame. Lazy, it's a, greedy. It's a, a uh, short sighted. Yeah. Cheap is expensive. You know. Yeah. So so you know that's uh that, I think I think for anybody at home wondering why it's not getting a lot of airtime or it's not getting a lot of press like it deserves and I and I'm with you on that. I I I agree with you guys on that. It's a great fight. 
but I think that's the way that's the way the reason it's being played out like that and from another perspective for this fight this is a great fight we have to understand boxing to know it's a great fight you have to understand boxing when you're watching this fight to know it's a great fight because there's going to be a lot of tactical stuff going on to where action wise it's going to be complaining you know it, it, you, you're going to have a lot of complaints from non-educated boxing fans you'll probably get complaints from like your your boxing writers too you know they most of them don't know shit either like dan rayfield will probably complain about this fight you know what i'm saying well like, i'm gonna complain like, before it even happens because what? what are you complaining about just i feel like like rigo had to jump up to get this fight finally and totally be out of weight weight class you know this fight could have happened two years ago at a at a closer to more natural weight for rigo I mean, it is what it is, but, no, but after, that's an after, obvious after huge advantage. After, yeah, but you got to take it from the Lomachenko side, too. I mean, come on. He lost his uh, second pro fight. You can't throw him right into a rigging down and, and risk him losing again. No, you no, know, of you course. Know, you, but you, you got such a megastar in Lomachenko. You can't, you can't just keep throwing him in until he gets beat, and then let's, get him, let's risk him getting beat again. You got to... But you they, know, put, they, 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 they weren't putting him in easy. No, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's but, fighting Walters, you know. He's fighting they're guys. All, they're all not as good as Riggin, though. I mean, of he, he even beat Gary Russell, who's a very good fighter. You know, so, that's what I'm saying. You put, I, put I, him yeah. in there with Gary Russell. Yeah, so he's still not Riggin, though. Gary Russell's awesome, but he's still not Riggin, though, bro. You know what I mean? Riggin, though, is better than all these guys. You know, it, you give him a shot in this fight. Um, I give him a shot, but I, I favor Lomachenko. Yeah. And I give him a shot. I mean, he's, he's why I, do you favor Lomachenko? I think I think Riggin, though, is the better fighter overall, which is really. Saying, saying a some, lot, saying something yeah. because both guys are really complete fighters. I think there's just a little too much bounciness to Lomachenko, and I think he loses a split second here and there uh, in in terms of his ability to pull the trigger and getting off because of the bounciness. Granted, some of that bounciness he's able to step around and find a new angle, but against a good fighter, that step around will be nullified, uh, even with a, a simple sidestep or whatnot. And Rigandal will do that, but I, I do think. Uh, if you can tire out the older fighter in Rigandau, then those sidesteps will bother him. You know, then he won't be able to sidestep you back. Second half of the fight. You know? uh, and and you also get tired because, you know, you're the smaller guy and the bigger man kind of pushing you will, will make you tired too. So there's an opportunity for Lomachenko's even flaws, which if you want to call them that, because against most fighters, they're not flaws, uh, to start uh, actually working for him. Um, but going back to the bounciness and why I don't think it works for Lomachenko, he loses a split second. Rigandau is more planted but still light on his feet enough to pull the trigger quicker because he's not uh, in, in midair half the time, you know, uh, even if it's a quick bounce. You know, he's, he, if you're not doing it at all, but you're still able to change the angles, you're able to gain back a quarter second. And then this kind of fight, that quarter second makes a really, really big difference. Um, so I, while I think Rigandau is a sh slightly better fighter, I think the difference in age uh, and... I think the uh, difference in natural weight. This is their two. Their two full weight classes bigger. You know, this is this is something that back in the day was unheard of. Now because you had a handful of guys uh, taking a, a shitload of steroids and jumping up fourteen weight classes. Now everybody's expected to just not give a shit about weight classes anymore. Back in the back in the seventies and eighties, jump. This kind of jump really, really was a major, major thing to talk about. Like this was like. Wow. So like I said, you favor Loma because of the weight. I favor Loma because of the weight. And that's I what think, I'm and, saying. And the age. Yeah, and the age, age too. Yeah, and but the age. I, that's I pretty much what I was saying. Fresh. It's it's not really fair. It's not. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Of course, but you know, Rigandel Rigandel has to get that money too. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, I, I don't. think... That's what I'm saying. I don't think. I don't think. 
I don't think that uh, you have to fight a guy who's not in your weight class. Like I think you could have made the fight, but I don't think Lomachenko had to fight Rigundao. You know, he's not. They're, no, on, no, they're no. on the same weight class. You know, you can't just demand guys fight one another when they're not in the same weight classes. You see if they can make a deal, see if they can make it happen, and they fight. You know, one guy, one guy will always be taking the chance. They tried so the to way, do a deal a while yeah, ago. Yeah, but and now they pulled Rigo out of desperation because yeah, because he's older and he's right. gonna make that money. What he's right. gonna leave a couple million dollars on the table, and they'll right. never do that. Of course. I'm curious what they're getting paid. I think I heard Rigo's making a couple million dollars, good for which him. is good, a nice money, a nice chunk, chunk of change. Hopefully, I'm wrong and that he's making even more than that. I would like to see that. You know, yeah, sure. these guys both deserve as much money as they can get because they're both great fighters. You know, um, but I, I, I think that uh, the time is coming, Rigo's career, where you know it's like he's got to take this kind of a chance. You know. Uh, uh, if you want to call it a chance, uh, in in terms of going up on weight and, and and taking a a shot at even bigger money, because as skilled as he is, he might be the best fighter in the world. People aren't talking enough about him. We don't um, know who he is. Yeah. So so this is an opportunity. It's a big fight. It's a big fight, and uh, it's unfortunate that it's not getting enough press because these guys are probably strictly you know making their bones on the fact that it's already sold out so what are we promoting for but these guys both deserve as much promotion as as, uh, as possible and these guys both this fight deserves as much promotion as possible because it's, it's exciting in a lot of ways Rigo talks shit on social media yeah yeah no Rigo's <laughs> funny I don't think it's really him I, I think right, it's probably, probably DeCoupas or something yeah. I don't think Rigo writes in English no of course but him, I don't write he, it, but. he's saying like you see Loma hitting the bag and he's like I hope you come in open like that against me yeah yeah <laughs> It's it's not. It's obviously all easier said than done. This is gonna be a great chess match of a fight. I really do. And I can't I think, wait for I it. Think, I think a lot of people in boxing uh, aren't gonna understand what they're watching, and because they're not gonna understand what they're watching, they're they're actually gonna complain about it in in spots. Because this is the kind of fight you gotta understand. Rigo took the reigning fighter of the year in Nonito Donaire, who was an awesome fighter, is an awesome fighter, and made him put his hands in his pocket. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not saying maybe he can, or he can't do it to Lomachenko, but it's gonna be. Something really, really something uh, at the level of boxing. When you have this level of fighter and fighting and fighter, you have a lot of waiting because there's posturing, there's a lot of setting traps, traps and, a lot, right. and a lot of those traps you're setting aren't working. So you got to continue to keep trying to set traps while also throw baiting shots to not make it obvious that you're looking for something. You have to kind of look for stuff while you distract the guy with something else, but you're actually looking for another thing. You know, so it's it's chess at such a high level. You know, so so I, I think. In spots, you're gonna see those kind of things happening, and, and it's gonna seem like nothing's nothing's going on. And and the average the average uh, the average moron is gonna is gonna think you know this is boring, you know. So so hopefully uh, the boxing writers have an understanding of, of what they're gonna be watching. Hopefully boxing fans will appreciate and gonna be watching. But this is this is a, a terrific fight for people to understand boxing. If you don't understand boxing, you may not end, you may actually not end up enjoying this kind of action. Not to be uh, not to be biased, but I don't know if the HBO guys are. Are uh, up to par with actually breaking down what they're gonna see that night. It was on HBO, ESPN. ESPN. Oh right, yeah, ESPN. That well, night even worse. That well, <laughs> well Teddy, Teddy, Teddy's usually pretty good. Teddy's yeah. more of a. We didn't agree with uh, the bitter beef stuff, right? But, no. but, but, Where's but, uh, Andre Ward? Is he doing ESPN or is he? That at? would be great. Where's he Andre at? Ward? Is he at ESPN? Uh, he Where was he? He had was done on one, but he didn't do the last one. They had yeah. you know Max and 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 Teddy and Mark. I mean Mark uh, Kriegel, Mark Kriegel, and and Teddy, but Andre Andre is yeah. always a great you need commentator. Andre for this kind of yeah, fight. I, I Hopefully think you he, get Andre. Yeah, yeah. And and these Andre two guys had the connection because Rigo was at Rock Nation, and so was Andre. Hopefully they they're bringing Andre for this. This is definitely a fight where they need Andre commentating. Just to break sure. it down for yeah. people. And these two guys are also two of the most decorated amateur fighters of all time as you'll well, never right? Get, you'll never get you'll never get four gold medals in the ring at the same time <laughs> uh, in a professional fight. Like this. You know, That's never crazy. Two time Olympic gold medalist for both of them. It's insane. So. 
So yeah, so that'll that'll actually be the ESPN fight. You're at now. You're right because the main the the HBO fights that same night is uh Orlando Salido, right? Who's he fighting? Burchelt? Oh, Who's he fighting? Is he fighting so, Burchelt? Yeah, I think so. Right? Can we check? It, yeah. We have our stat so check. I'm working yeah. on it. Working on it. Where the hell is it? Uh, that guy Burchelt's good, bro. People, yeah, he can punch, People sleep so. on him, man. That he guy can, can fight. HBO, HBO. Um, I want to ask you guys a question about uh, Kovalev. Do you guys feel like those losses to Andre Ward are going to have an impact on him going forward? Or is that something we're just going to have to see? Only the way uh, people look at him uh, from from that stigma point the of view. You know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think for him it should bother him. You know, I think if he's, uh, I think unless he lets the BS bother him, I, I think he should still feel like he's the same guy. Uh, I don't think he caught, you know, he got beat up in those fights. You know, obviously nature's nature. You're going to continue to get a little What about older. John David Jackson Like leaves the team and now he's just like, Airing it out, uh, yeah. Kovalov doesn't like it to the body. I mean, who does? But oh, he started. He started he's letting weak. all. He's weak to the body. So I guess it was a bad breakup. I'm guessing, yeah. And well, so maybe Kovalov's blaming him for for uh, well, losing those fights. There was some weird stuff that went on in that camp. You know, there was. Yeah, there was know. there was talks before the second fight that John David Jackson had met with Team Ward. Yeah. And stuff like that. So there mm-hmm. was uh, like a lot of mind games being going on, and yeah. I wasn't sure how true some of that was. Yeah. You know, it's also culturally. I think you're always gonna get along better with your guys if you're if you're from a different place or part of the world you know like he brought in like all the guys that he worked in with the amateurs you know like mm-hmm. his strength coach and I think one of his amateur coaches plus there's no language barrier you know it's it's whatever he feels makes him a little better it's whatever he feels makes him a, a better fighter and, and psychologically whatever makes him feel more comfortable you know? I don't know if I'm John David Jackson that I go out there and just talk like that no that's not no. that's unprofessional yeah yeah he got paid to do a job and you right. worked with a guy that's yeah it's like you talk about uh, you guys talk about nobody talks about sparring, right? Like, yeah, yeah, right. Um, Salito is fighting Burchelt for the WBC World Super Featherweight Title. It's a nice fight and uh, nice, nice, nice little action fight there. Yeah, and Tevin you Farmer, think Salito finally gets stopped. <laughs> I don't know. I think he got stopped by uh, Mikey Garcia, didn't he? Oh yeah, well, uh, everyone gets stopped by Mikey Garcia. That was when he he butted Mikey in the nose or something. Yeah, I think Mikey. It got stopped. Yeah, I think I don't know. He, he yeah. got stopped. Yeah. Tevin Farmer versus Ogawa as well. Oh, for the IBF world title, yeah. Correct. Oh, yeah. For the title that Javante had to leave on the scales. Mm-hmm. Well deserved by Farmer. I'll hold, That's I, right. I would be, that would be something else. I'll have a great story, man, if he's able to win this fight. We'll see. And and then, I don't know Japanese fighters coming along, man. We got the guy that fought Lipinets. We got this guy fighting uh, Kondo, uh, yeah. Fighting. We got this guy fighting uh, a Farmer. Who's the guy whipped Chocolatito? Is he Asian also? No, but he's Thai. Come on. Yeah, come on. Well, that's like all, I said Asian. I yeah. said Asian. <laughs> Jeez, don't make me out. I'm a bad racist, guy. Racist, man. Oh, Jesus. No, 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 all no. Your, like a Chris Tucker. Not today. What? what is it, like Chris Tucker said in, uh, in, in uh, oh, uh, yeah, Rush Hour. Oh, motherfuckers look alike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that? Uh, what do you call it? The, the Jackie Chan movie? Rush Hour. Which one, yeah. which one of y'all kicked me? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Damn! No, but what happened... Um. You no, but you have more Japanese fighters. Hold on, you have a uh, uh, Murata, the guy that just beat Dom. You mm-hmm. have him at middleweight. Yeah, these guys, these guys. Are, yo, when I was there, they had a really nice fight gym, bro. Like I was like, this is a great gym to have a training camp in, bro. Uh, the, the Tekken gym in Tokyo. How's the city itself? It was clean too. The city's awesome, but I'm right. saying that gym was like grungy, top fighter type grungy. But then, like, you could leave your bag out in the open and nobody will rob your money, nobody will rob your iPod, nobody like it. Yeah, it but this cool. is the best country in the world, right here. Yeah. Well, Even listen, if you get I'm your shit stolen, it's still the best. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not complaining about the USA, but I'll say kidding, Tokyo kidding. had an amazing culture. <laughs> well, Japan has an amazing culture. Uh, Gamboa Sosa is also on the undercard of a Kovalev fight. Oh, yeah. Gamboa That's a good was, fight. Gamboa was a, a, a replacement because the original opponent pulled out. 
That's a good fight. Yeah, it's a nice fight. And and I, and one last opportunity for the Gamboa after getting you know Luston look look like he's fading out with that loss to Castellanos. Was it Castellanos that beat him? Oh, uh, who was it? Uh, Robinson Castellanos, right? Was who, who, who did Gamboa lose his last fight? It was a bad loss, and he's starting to really look like he's losing it. But um, yeah, I'll the, get back the, to you the on ESPN that one. fight. But uh, an opportunity comes out of nowhere with him to be a last-minute replacement. If he's able to beat Jason Soso, who's a pretty good fighter, um, you know, he puts himself back in the, in the Soso mix. Soso likes to Getu, be in your face. Gets who's back in the circle of trust type exactly. of thing. You know? <laughs> if, if Absolutely he, if he wins, right. You know? He lost to Castanello. Cast- yeah. Castellanos. Robbins Castellanos. Castellanos. Right? No, and Terrence Crawford he lost to back right. in 2014. Well, well, Terrence Crawford lost. Everyone lost to Terrence Crawford. Weight, <laughs> I mean, that was out of his weight class, too. That, yeah. was, that was just a... Well, this kid Sosa likes to be on the inside. The boxing fans that thinking this is actually a good fight. I mean, come on, yeah. he's out of his weight class by a mile. Um, so, that's that. Uh, what was I going back? Oh, let's talk a little bit about Shabransky. You know, Shabransky is the opposite. Because a lot of people are thinking, why is Kovler fighting Shabransky? You know, coming off two losses in a row. Shabransky is a guy who signed to... Golden Boy Promotions. He was a pretty good amateur. He was on the LA Matadors, which is why he's got the LA connection. Uh, in the amateurs, he was a, a member of the LA Matadors, which is the uh, the World Boxing uh, Series, the WBS, the World Series of Boxing. Um, not the World Boxing Super Series, not to be confused. Uh, it was an amateur when they make the amateur team. So I, I saw him compete in the World, uh, World Series of Boxing back when I was uh, staying in LA. Um, uh, some compete a bunch of times, and you know he's uh, he's got who t- he took a loss to Sullivan Barrera. I don't think it was a it was a great uh, stylistic fight for him, but he's a rugged in your face kind of Eastern European fighter. Uh, he, he he he'll uh, try to break you mentally. I think he's gonna come to fight. Uh, we'll see if uh, you know this is obviously a big jump for him, especially having lost by stoppage to Sullivan Barrera. This is uh, gonna be a, a a big big jump for him. But th- if there's a guy that that thinks that Kovalev maybe is losing a little bit of desire or losing a little bit of the mental edge. We'll find out with, with Shabransky because maybe Shabransky's not as talented as Kovalev, but he's definitely uh, a guy who will, come, will come be in your face. Uh, he's not going to let this one just slip yeah, by the wayside. And, and, it's his, and he knows it's the opportunity of his career right here. So so if, Kovalev, if for all those of you that think Kovalev maybe is uh, mentally a little uh, losing a little bit of the edge, it's actually a good fight for you to see whether it's there or not because I think he's a better fighter than Jabranski. But if, if there's anything missing as far as an edge is concerned from Kovalev, Jabranski is the guy to try to take it out of him. You know, try to He'll uh, expose uh, that. Try to make him fold a little bit. So we'll see. Uh, that that'll make that fight interesting as well. Speaking of uh, Sullivan Pereira is also fighting on that card as well. Is he he's fighting Felix Felix Valera? Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That, that kid's from Miami. There was a couple of the, my Miami friends down there were saying that they're coming up. Uh, in the he lost to Bivol. Other, other than that, oh, he's fifteen and one. I think every, a lot of guys are going to have lost to Bivol when it's yeah. all said and done. That guy's nasty. But uh, uh, Barrera could be lining himself up for a shot at Kovalev if he, if he looks yeah, good well, in this I think fight, that, right? I think that's the intention is uh, with if the favorites all win, when that's going to be... Uh, he fought well against Ward, no? Yes. Yeah, so I told fight. everybody once he lost to Ward, and I told him too and his team, people are going to start giving you credit when you start beating the shit out of everybody else, and that's exactly what he's done. Yeah. Yep. That guy's a beast. Beast. So he's uh, he's got a big opportunity Saturday night. Uh, as does the winner of Kovalev and Shabransky. Maybe they'll line up to fight each other. Fight the winners to fight each other. We'll see. You know, as I'm sure if Shabransky pulls off a big upset, you know, Sullivan Barrera will have a beef and say, "Yo, I beat you already. Come get it." You know, mm-hmm. you don't you want to avenge your loss? And we'll and see. If you know, not, he definitely wants Kovalev. The heavyweight division is kind of busting open a little bit. Um, you know, now with the retirement of Andre Ward, uh, I think people want to see Adonis Stevenson back in there. You know. Is he still fighting? <laughs> yeah, he's the WBC champion. He fought in June. With he's, still, he's, still cel- <laughs> he's still celebrating that fight. Yeah, oh, I yes. saw I saw Marcus Brown at the Teddy Atlas dinner Thursday, and he was just fiending. Like he's looking to to get that Adonis Stevenson fight, but they just won't let him have it. You know, and he's uh 
he's really, really, I think he's really deserving of it. You know, at this point, a lot, I think a lot of guys are deserving at this point. You know, Adon, Adonis has been a, a really, really good fighter through his career, but I think you'll probably find eight or nine guys that in the light heavyweight division, you'd, you'd, which you'd probably favor to beat him at this point. Um, and if he was, you know, there was like a lot of times I remember when I was world champion, people would say, oh, there's a couple of guys in this weight class that'll beat Malinaji even if they're not champions. But when you got like the entire top 10, and 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 because in the meantime I was still fighting good fighters, you know. Mm-hmm. If you got the entire top ten, by most people's opinion, saying that you know they'll uh, uh, they'll beat you, and you're not fighting anybody in that top ten, <laughs> you know, it's and you're doing that for a long time. I think I think uh, people are gonna start to get aggravated. Because, and I think I I, I I like Adonis. I like Adonis a lot. I think he's cool, and I think he's he's uh, he's been a good fighter in his time, you know, and he's he's been an exciting fighter in his time too. That first fun far fight was one of the fun fights I've I've worked, you know, but. There's too many guys in this weight class to not get a shot, okay? Like, the, the belts have to be contested by the best fighters. There's just too many good fighters in the light heavyweight division at this point. There's, there's, there's new ones constantly coming up. I mean, Bavol just won the title now, WBA title. You know, you have Kovalev still lurking. You have Bitter BF just won the IBF title. You know, you, it's just, there's Marcus Barrera. Brown. Marcus mm-hmm. Brown is standing in the, in the, in the, in the, in the back. Barrera's there. Shabransky's still uh, kind of a, a, on the outskirts as well. You know, it, it's too good of a weight class. To just let any of the titles marinate, you, they, they've all got to be contested for by the these best fighters, you know. And um, and Badu Jack is also there. <laughs> Badu, Badu Jack, Jack is also up. in the light heavyweight division. He looked great in that first you know? fight. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, I'm actually, the rumors I hear is actually Badu might be the next one to get a shot at, at Adonis. So you ooh, know, so, WBC to WBC. Yeah. So you know, be a good fight. Yeah, yeah. So so we'll see. Badu you know. beats him. We'll see. I think so too. Be a fun fight though. Yeah. yeah. Be some fireworks. Yeah. So we'll see. Because I, I, a lot I, of those I, fights I, are fun. But man. I really yeah. think that all these guys should be allowed to fight each other. So we'll see. We'll see what uh, what happens, but uh, they have to be contested by the best guys. And these Eastern Europeans, especially the, the heavier you get, the, they're big guys. So the high, higher divisions have more of them. I mean, Gassiev at cruiserweight, you know, uh, bitter B of a, he- a light heavy, um, Bivol at light heavy. Gatsik, Gatsik at seventy-five. Yeah, Gatsik at light heavyweight. Yeah, I mean, what a weight class that's coming to be, bro. <laughs> that's what Scary. I'm saying, bro. You got you got to let everybody fight for these titles. That's it. You know, nobody can marinate these belts. Too many good fighters there. So uh, you know, it's one of those shit off, get off the pot type of thing, type of situations there, and the light heavyweight division. Your boy Oscar De La Hoya said Triple G Canelo is definitely on for Cinco de Mayo. That's great. You know, we hope uh, he keeps his word and uh, and it's uh, gonna be huge. Know, he said he did his best Trump in, yeah, impersonation. Yeah, I, 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 I love that fight. I, I love the fact that they're putting getting the rematch on. Um, We're gonna sell pay per views big league. Yeah, I, I I love it. I mean, Oscar's doing a little double dipping. He's promoting his own potential fight with McGregor. <laughs> Why not? And then he's promoting possibly, you know, possibly what might be the most anticipated fighter of 2018 with uh, Canelo and uh, Golovkin. So well, you know, let's let's look at that, right? Let's take a quick dipping. look at that. Is that I'm working? I'm I'm a promoter. I'm working my ass off. Well, he's supposed to be, but who knows what he's doing? But I got to hustle and go around and talk about all these other fighters, or I could just take this other fight and just beat some guy up, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'll you know hit the bag a few <laughs> couple hours you know. Well, Oscar's forty five. He's probably been out of the gym and and doing a lot of other bad no, stuff. He said so he's he been secretly training. Secret. Secretly training. Well, That's what he said. Well, but this is you know what I mean. So I, I, I'm I'm make, I'll make more money bro, doing I that. Know, bro. I got Oscar winning that. Bro, I'm telling you, this guy and is so bad. People don't know how bad McGregor. And he's is, an bro. underdog. He sucks. Like, Oscar's an underdog. Oscar, no Oscar way. Beats yeah. Him. But by the time the fight comes, he'll be he'll come around. Sure. Come on, like Oscar's definitely nowhere near what he was, bro. But just on the fact that he still has the fundamentals. 
and he still hits hard. <laughs> he knocks the shit out of this guy. I'm telling you, this guy's a pussy. This <laughs> guy's such a pussy. He's gonna get hit by Oscar and not know what the fuck hit him. He's gonna be like, bro, ref, ref, there's bats in this guy's head. He, hit, no. he hit me with an elbow. No. You know what I mean? Like, very tired. He's, very, he's, very he's tired. gonna forget he's boxing. He's gonna put him in the guard. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna oh. get hit so hard. He's gonna forget he's boxing. He hit me so hard. I was fa- I was fatigued. That's all it was. I was just fatigued. <laughs> tired. I, I, I won like half the fight. He's gonna shoot in and try to take him down. He's, he's gonna get hit so hard. He's gonna think he's in the first day Diaz fight. Shoot him. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, man. Oscar might be old and, and he might not have a lot oh, anywhere near what he had, but bro, there's enough there to, to win that fight. And then the body puncher. The body puncher is devastating. But Oscar was such a devastating body puncher, man. You know? That's why these guys are lining up, right? They can walk right through him. Well, it's, it's the, Everybody it's, walks right through boxing's him. Boxing's designated pinata, and he'll be that for a while. As long as he's in the limelight, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll how, be looked at as a designated pinata. How many times can he do it? No, of course. What I'm saying is he will always be viewed as that by the oh, boxing yeah. world, you know? So as long as he's lurking in the atmosphere, you'll see fighters uh, who will uh, have that eye on him, uh, you know, for uh, for the designated piñata. They want to invite him to their party. Everybody wants that piñata at their party, you know? So There's so, gold in it. Speaking yeah. of, of him boxing, uh, your, your good friend uh, Dana White is starting. He says he's going to start promoting boxing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see what he brings to the table, you know? Uh, you know, one thing Dana hasn't had to work with is the Ali Act, you know? And right. So, <laughs> when they promote, there's promoting, and then there's promoting with the Ali Act. You know, in boxing, you're going to have to promote using the Ali Act. So when you can't fuck everybody... You know, we'll, we'll see how uh, how how much success you're able to achieve. You know, Don King was a super promoter until they invested the until they until they put the Ali Act as a, as a law, and then all of a sudden he died out. You know what I'm saying? So, so if you can if you can promote with the Ali Act and still make money, knowing now knowing that you can't fuck all your fighters and all the money's not for you. Um, then you're a real promoter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and he's a good carnival barker. He's a good hype guy. Yeah, yeah. There's promoting, but then there's promoting with the Ali Act. And, and uh, you can be all the hype you want. There's a lot of guys that are hyped that went broke. 50 Cent was a big hype uh, uh, guy, guy too, but his promotional company tanked. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Jay-Z and Rock Nation, the promoter, big hype guy. Ray Jay-Z is big on hype, but the promotional company is not doing well. You know? So uh, you, got, you got to actually uh, know how to have the know-how and the mechanism to put it together. And you're not boxing. dealing with a cult. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, what he formed in UFC is a cult. Yeah. Whatever he says goes, everybody just yeah. waits on his next breath. And, well, Dana know. said this. So it's yeah. So uh, they did six and a half million. Dana said so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's like Jesus. Every round sparring. <laughs> yeah. He was there. He saw it. Oh, but he's like, he's like the fact check is what Dana said. <laughs> yeah. As if that's the fact check. Dana's Google. <laughs> But anyway, so that's uh, that's that. I think that's this week's show, right? Yeah. Good. Wait, yeah. um, what about the? You guys hear about the kid? Uh, the kids from UCLA? Oh, oh. oh we're going back political. Oh, here we go. Going back political. Go what do you mean? It's all right. Good. We're fucking idiots, right? You're going to have no, a. One hundred percent. You're going to China. Those kids doing stupid shit. China. Yeah. In China. Right. In China. 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 It's a China. fucking communist country. They, they kill yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Chop you your guys hands off. First of all, you're robbing in a Louis V store. But, uh, your brother just got signed to the Lakers. Don't even get me started, oh, bro. Your brother just got signed started. to the Lakers. Don't get me started because you now talk, the about, father you talk about privilege and, 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 and entitlement. Yeah. Okay, the fact that you think you can go to another country and go and go shoplift, <laughs> and then you're gonna tell me like, you're gonna tell me you're not you don't you don't think you're gonna pay for it? Like, you're gonna <laughs> shoplift in a communist country. You talk Shop about, your hand and off. Then you, right. and, then gonna, and then you're gonna and then you're not gonna talk about there's no privilege and entitlement to, to, to that. Right? No, no. Wait, wait. I got one better for you. 
What about the I fall? I would be scared shit just being in a communist country. Let right, alone, let alone touch anything. You don't spit on the floor. You don't do anything. You just walk. You go to your hotel, <laughs> you, eat, and go back to your you hotel. As people live there, right? You, you follow the rules. But especially huh. China, bro. Like they, I, I know, I knew people that were, worked in Hong Kong, like, and, but they had to go to the factories in in China, in the fashion world. You know, uh, one of my ex girls actually was a was a, f- a foot model. So, Ooh, so, so, model. so, so, she worked in Hong Kong. Work in Hong Kong, but then you'd have to, you know, she'd stay in Hong Kong, but then it'd have to drive her into mainland China, the factories, because the factories are in mainland China. And make sure the, the seven way, year olds are bro, making all those clothes. The way the laws changed from mainland China to Hong Kong was like night and day, bro. You kidding me? You're in a different world, bro. Like, like the guy in Bloodsport said, when you walk down the narrow corridors, <laughs> you better hold on to your nuts, guys. <laughs> you know, like, like, you know, bro, you're in China, that's it, bro. Life changes. Well, then, no, but then the father, these guys are sitting there shoplifting. Trump happened to be there because he was on that Asian trip talking with, uh, the Prime Minister, President of China, and everything that China. he's doing. I love China. And China. Um, China. China. He goes, <laughs> he says, he calls them up and says, let these kids, you know, these kids fucked up, let them out, you know? Listen, they might not have done 10 years. We're, we're, to- oh, we're talking about, country, bro. Well, we're talking about know, the bro. extreme. No, because right. I've, I've been looking into this. People have oh. gotten, you know, a few months or oh, yeah. whatever. They're trying. There not- was an example that someone did something and got 10 years like there was an example yeah, of that but in four years i mean whatever yeah. <laughs> they're not you're quite still, they're not quite ready to like just destroy us yet China. so what happens they're saving up their time they're waiting right. so they're what happens the is the president says listen we were just hanging out do the right thing send these three three kids home right yeah. hook me up he does yeah, and the fact that i think they were just hanging the out kids, the kids he was on the asian trip you know? the Helps. kids Good the kids go the kids go and thank Mr. President, you know, I want to thank my family. You know, sorry to my family. Sorry to UCLA. Everything. This piece of shit, Ball, the father. Yes. Goes. Oh, thank him for what? What I got to thank him for? Uh, he don't know the calls that I had coming in. Calls. Who the fuck are you? You're talking about the president of the United States right. talking directly to the president of China. <laughs> Who was calling you? Somebody from ESPN to say your, your son's a fucking idiot and got arrested? Let me see what we can do. Who was calling you? And then Trump's like, I should have left him there. He said, I should have left him there. <laughs> Absolutely right. This is the best thing. Like he said, entitlement. Bro, you ra- the one guy on, on Twitter goes, oh, he raised three kids to be great uh, athletes. I said, Oh, I saw they, that. They're yeah. still dirtbag. The kid's right. still a dirtbag. Right. So what? The one kid who's yeah. on the Lakers is really good. Seems to be a quiet kid too. Yeah. The the middle one seems to be the fucking class clown. But I'm sorry, you raised them to, to to play a sport. Good job, Dad. You didn't raise them to be men, though. <laughs> you didn't uh, raise I'm, them with I'm, any uh, principles. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not hanging this kid out to dry because he may, he did something really stupid. Because you know we've all been young and done stupid right. shit. Yeah, I've never right. stolen anything that, in my life. But you've and done stupid no, shit. No, will I do it? I said that though. Oh. I said. Tell me the kid is 18 and right. got drunk and did something stupid. Right. He's a kid. But what are you stealing for when you're rich, number one? And why uh, are you stealing in another country? I, I know it's stupid. That's the difference. But it's still a kid doing something stupid. You, nah, can't, you, can't, judge his, you can't judge his whole life by, what he, by one thing he nah, did. Nah, nah, you, you judge on character, kid. Yeah. I, I, tell I, me I, he was speeding. There's something called character. Yeah, tell me he was uh, speeding and hit a pole. Oh, uh, he's a kid. Don't go uh, steal, bro. Uh, nah. But you never know. The kid could have dared. The other kid could have dared. I don't him give a fuck. Kids do stupid. All three of them? No, all three of them dared each other. Listen, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying kids do stupid shit. I'm not going to say, I'm not writing this kid off for life. No. You know, he might not be a, you know, but you're right. He probably was entitled and he thought he can get away and do whatever he wants because his dad's fucking nuts. And his dad's yeah, an will, ignorant I will, asshole. I will yes. say, after seeing a couple of interviews with his dad, that guy needs a reality show. Like, oh. I'd, I'd, watch, oh. I'd watch his reality show over the Kardashians. Look, all these assholes are taking our money. But he's, but he's a reality. This I guy. I don't agree with him. I don't agree with him, but that guy's reality TV. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Connor got $100 million for a fight. I mean, this guy's is like all over the news. He's as famous as the president. Yeah. I think these. these I, I would still watch, what's his name? Lonzo Ball? 
Watch Cromarty. You want to watch somebody? Watch Cromarty. Lavar's 25 kids. Lavar's a fan. Lonzo's a kid. The NBA kid. But yeah, I would watch. And he put a target on his kid's back. Everybody goes out and hits his kid when he plays. They should make it a reality show. Bowling. Yeah. <laughs> Balling the Lamar Ball show. Forget the sons, even. I just want to see the father. <laughs> the father the He's father's, like Angel Garcia, but. The father, yeah, yeah, bro. The father's. How about put those two together? Reality in a show house. material, bro. You kidding me? Nah, you, you gotta. Yeah, that guy's reality show material. I don't know. I, I don't agree with him. I don't, have, I don't have to agree with you to be entertained by you, that's for sure. Right. You know? I don't, I'm not even entertained by him. It turns me off. I get yeah. annoyed. I get annoyed. Well, real, actually, Steve really Kerr, Steve Kerr, the best line, the coach of the uh, Golden State, he said. You guys are the one covering Trump and Lavar. Like, le- le- leave yeah. it. Stop. You guys yeah. are the ones that are doing this. I don't want to yeah, hear about that's it. That's true. That's true. So what do I care? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Should have left them in China. China. Should have broke your thumb. Exactly. Yeah. China. <laughs> China the vagina. I definitely couldn't be president. <laughs> you, Paul, you could. Of Italy, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. President, a president of my bedroom. <laughs> How uh, many creepy Hollywood celebs are coming out that they're touching kids and shit? What's going the on? The kids. T- uh, t- yeah, what is this? Uh, it's disgusting. No, the, the, the pedophilia is a whole different level. I'm not to say that women should be victims. That's if women are getting abused, that's horrible. Charlie Rose should be walking around with his dick out. But you know, like uh, Kevin Spacey, oh, I'm gay. And I'm like, no, you're a fucking pedophile. Right. Like, you're trying to. When are we gonna pull up f- his star on the on Hollywood Boulevard? Uh, well, you said it's true. You're right. Yeah. We want to take down statues. Why? Yeah. Why don't we take down these Hollywood fucking scumbag stars? They are. Well, you know it's great though because the they had a jackhammer when fucking Trump got inaugurated. Well, they were fucking digging well, the thing that, up, but well, but you you skip right over the the pedophiles and the low right. lives. Well, that's the thing about doing that whole thing with the statues and everything. That's why I don't agree with it. Because at, at what point do you draw the line? Because in reality, you can <laughs> you can talk about anybody doing having a certain amount of. You can now be judgmental of anybody and say, "Oh, this person doesn't deserve this. This person doesn't." At what point do you draw the line? Because nobody's been perfect in society, you know what I'm saying? Paul, your guy, your boy JC said he let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying spoken by a true Jew. That's right. JC, <laughs> my who man, he, who he himself was a Jew. Yeah, yeah that's and right. a carpenter. Yeah, <laughs> he's multitask. Yeah, yeah. He's very skilled. So anyway, so uh, I, think that, <laughs> I think I think that's our show. Do we have Do we have any furniture from Jesus? That would probably be like very. Right, that would probably I, be I did, that would I, probably be like historical, though. No? I visited his. Uh, oh, uh, you, know, you didn't make any stuff that he outside? made. Yeah, I don't think it lasts. That I don't long. think it lasts. I visited his uh, <laughs> oh, burial I place. Him, you did you? Yeah, yeah, Jerusalem. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty you cool. Went back to the old country. Huh? I did. That's nice. It's awesome, man. Israel's great. I had a great until time you, until the bus yarn gets blown up. Right? No, no, but is that I did go on a bus? Too, is that is that a worry? Like when you're there, like I gotta tell you, I was with my cousins there. I did. They live there. I didn't. No, they I, shut, I always, they shut the highways got, off. They stopped always, the Syrians. Like, oh, that's Syrians. Who was it? The Palestinians. Palestinians. They, they shut them out. Like, they, they closed off the highway. They used to be able... You could see... Pal, you drive on the highway, you see the Palestinians where they are. They, they shut them out. And do they have, like, so, guns or, or dirt rocks or something? Like, everyone's in the army throw? there, man. They, it's the see, army, yeah. These beautiful women walking around with guns. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, they look like Wonder Woman? Beautiful Jewish women with guns? Wonder Woman's pretty hot. Yeah, she's yeah. Jewish. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's Jewish, too? Yeah. She's Miss Israel. I don't they know. made I don't that made that girl an actress. She's Miss Israel, and she's a good actress too. Yeah. You guys didn't see Wonder Woman? It's pretty good. That's what I'm saying. It's like girls that look like her. On Justice that. League. I saw Justice League too. There's girls that look like her uh, walking around with uh, yeah machetes and machine guns and shit. Yeah. You know, you could fit right in, Paul. <laughs> you <laughs> sugar, yeah. yeah. You look like you could pass for them too. You could. The tallest, you know. Yeah. In, in Jerusalem, do, like they're darkening you. I, I do get invited. Uh, you know. Uh, you have uh, a great time there. Speaking of Shabransky, his manager is a a. a, a a Jewish uh, a jeweler. Uh, a Jewish a Evie. jeweler. Jewish a jeweler. jeweler. Yeah, yeah and yes. my friend Evie, you know, and uh, 
Uh, what's his last name? Abrahami, I think, or something. My cousin picked <laughs> me up at the airport. Anyway, he manages Shabransky, yeah. and, he, and, he, and he's always going to Israel. And he's like, "Oh, bro, you gotta come with me." When he's here. I'm like, I always tell him, "Bro, I don't, I don't want to be on the bus. It gets blown up, though." You know, just don't pitch. You know, hope and he's like, "That day. doesn't happen." He's like, "Stop with your shit." Shit happens here too. The girl got cried, killed in right in Times Square, a couple blocks away from here. Shit Does, happens wherever you go. Yeah, I know. I know um, with my luck, I flew there. My cousin picked me up, took me to his sister's house. Direct. Picked me up in the car. You know, no, direct flight. direct flight, of course. Yeah. yeah. I got there by camel. And, uh, no, no. Do you guys have like a lot of the Hasidics on the plane? No, no? I don't even see any Hasidics there. That's what I mean. Get it's out real. Of here. Bro, I'm trying I to tell saw, you. I'm trying to break this down for you. Bro, they, I saw Borat. You know, with the the show. What was the show when uh, with the uh, Ali G? No, was it Ali G or was it Borat when when he was in the, with the Hasidics and he's chasing them down the street? Yeah, I was on the show. Borat. Yeah. Yes. Um. So I I got I went with my cousin and my and uh, his brother-in-law. They took me to temple. I was like, I'm not like a religious guy. Yeah, my temple. Do, I sat do down. That. That's like when you go to Saudi Arabia right. and you're Muslim. You got to go to Mecca. Uh, uh, but they take me to temple. This, this rabbi's got a beard like from here to the window. Right. It's like a long beard. They start talking. All of a sudden, they start pouring drinks. I'm not a big drinker. I'm doing shots. I'm hammered. And like, I'm in temple. I was you like, what? in temple. That's that's got to be a sin in somebody's religion. That's a sin. Come so on. This it, is how, that's what I'm telling you. In Catholic, maybe I was shocked. You because you think Israel? All oh, those are the Jew, right, right. Jews. Do they, ever. do they bless it first before you drink it? Well, they have women coming, bringing stuff out and food and drinks. I, I'm just there and they're talking. Oh, America. Oh, here, here, shot. Okay. It was, it, you come here to temple here. I went to a bar mitzvah a couple weeks ago. They talked from Hebrew for three hours. I wanted to kill myself. Yeah, right, right, right. I don't even know what you're saying. Like with the church and they talk Latin. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even understand. Like, what you're but saying. that's not that's not what the real. It's it's really about you know. Yeah, it's, it's not about, about the, the words. Heart, the heart condition. Right, and connect and yeah. connection with yeah. people. Yeah, and that's the that's what was cool God, about man. it. So you would really like Israel. Like, they party there. Like, they have a good time. I heard the great things, but I also heard that they blew up the whole the whole uh, nightclub that time. Yeah, there used to be a couple towers a couple blocks away from here, you know, too. They blew those up, too. So shit <laughs> happens <laughs> wherever you go. That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm trying to avoid that, fucker, you know? <laughs> you I'm trying, trying to, to spike those, you know? <laughs> no, what, in France, at the truck. Like, yeah, I don't plan on going for it. I got cousins yeah. in Nice, you know, that nailed with I'm all set, guy. Yeah. Brooklyn. For life. I'll go to Italy. Uh, of course you will. When the moon hits, bro, I won't even go to the tree anymore. The Rockefeller tree is a couple blocks from me. I won't go anymore, That's bro. Because with my luck, I'll go over there and and somebody. All right, it's annoying. You're a Jewish guy. What are you going to the tree for? <laughs> <laughs> I celebrate Christmas. Shut but, up. But you know, I, my kids I, I, just I, I, go, I, I used to go to the tree, <laughs> Rockefeller Center tree, bro. I won't go, bro. My luck, the guy will pull out a machine gun the day I'm there and shoot everybody, bro. Oh. They, you can't you can't put security by that tree. I'm pa- not doing that. Paulie Monazzi, two-time world champion, living in fear. <laughs> I already seen the tree. I don't see. I don't need to see it again. It's a different my, tree every year, buddy. And it's two blocks away. Like, we can literally leave this studio right now and go see the tree on Friday, but or next week. Starting with next week's show. Next week because Friday I think they put it up, right? Can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. Mm. Not doing it. Timber. Not doing it. <laughs> run, Paulie. Run. Yeah. <laughs> they cut the tree down. I, I do run. I do run faster. Do you? Yeah. He's like Forrest. Yeah. Oh, we should time it. We should do like a little something video. I'm a little, I've gotten a little heavier in my older age, but I, I still could run pretty fast. All right, right, Grandpa, wrap it up. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up like that. It's it. Right. On that note, we got a little. We got a little political this week on the Magic Hour, but we, you know, we're happy to be sharing it with you guys. Well, hopefully, one day we'll be able to bring back phone calls again because I think like. We could do that. Those are pretty cool, you know, when people were able to call and uh, we'll get their thoughts on things, you know. We, and we never know. So argue. Call, call us up and argue with us. Oh, yeah, yeah tell me I'm, I'm a jerk I, off. I, I argue all day long on Twitter. I'm sick of it. Yeah, but you don't use your vocal cords. I know, I know. <laughs> it's, uh, no, I tweeted you last my, night. You didn't answer me. Like, what am I, a fucking schmuck? Uh, what did you tweet? My thumbs are so I said sore. you got to. What do you mean you tweeted me? You're, in, you're like five feet away from me. What are you tweeting me for? <laughs> you live together. 
No, but I tweeted you. But you I, were but, upstairs. But, I said but, you gotta love that now. There's more than 150 characters because oh, yeah. to explain to, to morons, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it takes time. You know, it yeah, takes I, I effort. Take full advantage of those 280 characters. I'm not gonna lie. I'm you have to. I'm, I'm proud able, of you I'm guys. able to make a more yeah. distinct point too. Exactly. Right? And I, you have to I, be I more distinct. Lot, I win a lot more Twitter arguments with 280 characters. That's I'm gonna exactly be honest, right. Because, Good for you. I'm able to put in more a more succinct response, and and then I shut you down. I I shut the game down with those. Your parents must be so proud. My parents. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever made my parents proud, to be honest. <laughs> That's not true. I'll see, I'll oh, see well, let me play I'm some sad no. music for that. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. In a, in a, it, it wasn't in a depressing tone. I would. I, I was I kidding. Mean it in that way. Right. But uh, easy, anyway, guys, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the show this week. And, uh, happy Thanksgiving. We'll, we'll, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, you know, we didn't talk about. What? There was fights in England. Oh, uh, Liam Warren Smith. Show. Liam Smith fought. Uh, uh, Liam Smith. Who did he fight? No. Another Liam. No, there was I got Conlin. It, here. it was Conlin versus Liam Ancajas. Williams. I love that Filipino fighter on Cajas. Fra- Frampton I love that guy. That Smith guy, fought Williams. Frampton fought. That's what it was. Frampton, Frampton fought. Horatio. Frampton fought, Frampton fought that uh, Mexican fighter. It was a pretty good fight, I heard. But Ancajas, that guy I saw fight on the on the Pacquiao and Horn card. He that won. guy Ancajas can fight, bro. And he, I heard he beat uh, Conlin's brother too. What's his name? Jamie Conlin. Yeah. Mick, Mick Conlin's brother. Six Yo, round. That guy Ancajas can really fight. I'm not kidding you, bro. That guy's one to watch. He's a really good fighter. Weird uh, scores in Frampton. 98, 93, 97, 93, 96, 93. I heard it was a. a good fight with uh, Frampton. And then uh, and then we had it here in the U.S. Uh, Julian Williams coming out. J Rock. I was going to ask you guys about that. J Rock, uh, coming off the loss to uh, uh, Jamal Charlo, had came back with a nice win against EJ Smith, who fought rugged, who fought a good fight, bro. But listen, Give credit come to on. Smith. What the fuck is with Bounce TV? Al, do me a favor. Enough with the Bounce TV. Nobody even has the fucking channel. Am I wrong? You have the channel somewhere, bro. No, I don't I have, have it. it. I've, I've been Googling it. You don't have it either. I went nah. upstairs. You don't have it either. Well, you guys don't the share kids wanted to watch it. But I've seen it on your paper. I've seen it on your... On yes, your, on they the don't guide. offer it anymore. Yeah, it's not there. Off. Nobody has Bounce TV, bro. That's yeah, what I'm trying it, to tell it, you. It's I fucking shit. That was a really good fight I wanted to watch. You got Bounce. I took the kids... Yeah, exactly. Uh... What's what's next? We're gonna have it on the fucking cooking channel. That's a good idea. Yeah, P- people have the cooking channel. Yeah. I know a PBC on, on the cooking channel. You couldn't beat Bobby yeah. Flay. I took. <laughs> I'll fuck him up though. <laughs> uh, I took the kids. I took cook, the kids man. to Real Deal Boxing. I went. Yeah, they went to see Holyfield and stuff. Yeah, it was cool. No, thanks there's, for a, there's like Top Chef on the on the. Where's Real channel? Deal Boxing? Where's that? Real Deal Boxing. Holyfield's I'm new I'm working promotion. their card on December first in Providence, uh, and they had a small card over the weekend. That's my man, man. I love Holyfield. Yeah, my favorite fighters of all time. Yeah. All right. I'll wrap it up. And we're wrapping it up now for real. We're going. Okay, we'll (laughs) see you guys next week on that note. Later.